if you're okay to just call up and say, hey, I got a cash buyer, they can close quickly, you know, but they need to be like around 100. As a wholesaler and a flipper, one of the most challenging things to do is make a lowball offer to a seller or an agent. For most people, it's uncomfortable, it's awkward, it's a little scary. Maybe you're worried you'll offend the seller or the agent. If that's you, welcome to another Watch Me Wholesale Live video where you get to look over my shoulder and watch me virtually wholesale live. Get ready to learn how to make a lowball offer on the phone coming up. For a limited time, you can get a free copy of Jerry Norton's Motivated Seller Scripts so you can talk to, email, and text sellers with confidence. Download it now at freesellerscripts.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. Make no mistake, you have to radically change your mindset around making offers. I've said this before and I'll say it a thousand times. The reason you make offers is not to get deals. It's to uncover motivated sellers. Unless it's priced significantly below value, the only way to know if the seller is really motivated and if they'll take your low cash offer is to actually present the offer to that seller. You and I have no control over whether or not the seller will accept your low offer, but what you and I do have control over is how many sellers we give the opportunity to say yes to your low offer. Whether you're cold calling private seller leads or making offers on listed properties with agents, whatever the situation, you have to fully accept that in most cases, your offer is going to be lower than the list price or the seller's asking price. As a wholesaler and a flipper, you must fully grasp and accept with 100% certainty that your offer is the right number for you. Just because the agent or seller may think differently doesn't change the fact that for you, your offer is the right number. You have the right to get a good deal. You deserve to make a profit. Having said that, there are a few techniques that can really help you make that low offer with confidence. Now I have five rules I try to follow when making offers on the phone, especially lowball offers. Let me review those with you now and then cut to two live calls I did where you can actually see this in action. But first, everything I'm gonna show you is done virtually or remotely from my home office. Now if you'd like to learn how to wholesale and flip houses from anywhere without ever seeing the houses in person, Get my free flipper kit, which shows you everything you need to know to do your first virtual wholesale deal. Just go to virtualflipperkit.com to download it now. Okay, rule number one to making low offers on the phone is a given you must speak with confidence. If you sound uncertain of yourself or nervous or embarrassed about your offer, it will come through in your tone and the seller or agent will sniff it out immediately. If you have my free scripts, study them until you know them inside and out. If you don't have my scripts, download them now for free. I'll put the download link in the description below for you. Speaking with confidence does take practice. I highly recommend role playing with someone or just get on the phones and do it over and over until it becomes second nature. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll get. Rule number two to making low offers on the phone is to build rapport. I rarely lead out with my offer because that will more than likely offend them. Get them to warm up to you first. Now this is tricky because to do this right, you have to be very receptive to the seller or agent. If they are impatient, don't waste their time and get to the point. If they are more relaxed and they're more open and friendly, then you can slow down and focus on creating a relationship of trust. Now I try to match the personality of the other person. 
If they are very matter-of-fact and not very chit-chatty, then I'll be very matter-of-fact too. Learn how to map the other person. Now, I just did a call, I wish I recorded it, where the seller was really impatient and was loud and they misunderstood something I said and they hung up the phone on me. Now, I immediately called them back and I matched his style and I told him to let me finish and then decide. And guess what? He did. Why? Because I was speaking his language. Now, one of the fastest ways to build trust is to ask questions to get them talking. Things like, tell me about the house or why are you interested in selling? Or why are you asking that price? Or I'll even ask questions I already know the answer to, such as, so this is a three bedroom, correct? When you get other people talking, they naturally are more inclined to open up. Rule number three to making low offers on the phone is to build a case for your low offer. Now, the way I do this is I focus on the issues, such as the work that's needed. You know, point out that it needs a new roof or that the kitchen needs updated, etc. Focus on features that make it less desirable, such as it doesn't have a garage or a basement or it's not brick or it doesn't have wood floors or it's only a two-bedroom or it's on a busy road or it's the wrong school district or the lot is too small or whatever issues you can find. Now, obviously, this is market-specific, but almost every distressed property has something that doesn't make it the most perfect house in the world. Don't be offensive about it, but pointing out the issues builds a reason for making a low offer. The last thing you want is a seller or agent to feel like you're lowballing them without justification, but when you actually use logic for your low offer, it's less offensive and they are much more open to consider it. Rule number four to making low offers on the phone is to focus on the value or lack thereof. I will often point out other similar homes in the neighborhood that sold for much lower than their price, or if there are higher priced homes in the neighborhood, I'll point out that the reason they sold for higher was because they were in better condition, or the location was better, or they had some other redeeming qualities. So when I call, I'll have those comps up on my computer and I'll reference them. Using comps to justify your low offer is the most logical thing you can do. And finally, rule number five to making low offers on the phone is to focus on the benefits that you offer as an investor. You're an all cash offer, you can close quickly, and you'll buy it as is. Oftentimes, the seller will take your low offer just for those reasons alone. After following those five rules, it's time to make the lowball offer. Assuming the seller already gave their desired number, or if it's an agent and the asking price is much higher than your offer, I'll prep the seller or agent by telling them, I want to make an all-cash offer, but it's significantly lower than their desired asking price. If I'm talking directly to the seller, I'll tell them, I need to be in the ballpark of, and then give them my rounded number, usually a little lower than where I want to end up. Then be quiet and see how they respond. If it's an agent, I'll ask them to give a verbal offer to the seller. This makes it so the agent is much more likely to present your low offer. Okay, so let's cut to two calls where you can see this in action. Be sure to look for how I position myself and what I do to make my lowball offers. Good. I'm calling about one of your listings. Do you have a minute? Yes. It's your house on Martin in Roseville? Yes. Okay. I'm an investor just looking at this. Uh, I see it's been around a little bit. Uh, what's going on with this property? Uh, we just had an offer. Uh, the buyer was declined because of the income. So. A retail buyer? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of way off, I think, on my numbers, but I was looking at it as a fl for a flip. Yeah, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, yeah. We're taking a lot of activity on it already. On the retail side? The uh, sellers just put some money into it, so. Okay. 
What'd they do? Put in new flooring in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And, you know, basically that's it. Yeah. Is it brick? The white? It's black. Even the house, not just the garage? Yeah. Okay. Uh, basement, it's on a basement too, right? Yes, it does have a basement. But that 1400, is that because there's an addition off the back or where's the 1400 feet? In the kitchen, there's a family room attached. That was an that was made that was an addition. I don't really know. Okay, it's off the back though, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, because those all those homes were originally you know a thousand feet. Yeah. So I was just curious. Fireplace and a family room fireplace. Uh huh. Gotcha. And then there's a room upstairs in the bungalow. Yes. Okay, so two down, one up. Is right. the second bathroom upstairs? Uh no. We okay. Got one in the basement. Oh okay, so that's the basement. But that fourteen hundred is not counting basement square foot is it no 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 okay okay gotcha well yeah i mean uh flips over there are selling for like around 150 you know but all fixed up right so right. that put me down you know i'd have to buy it i don't know what the inside looks like because there's no pictures but i'm guessing i'd go in there and do you know kitchen bath carpet paint all that yes it does need uh i mean the kitchen's got a new flooring in it uh, a wood flooring, so like tile. Oh, wood floor. Yeah. Okay, but but the old cabinets. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So this probably isn't going to work for me where I need to be right this minute. If uh, if something happens though and it falls through, would you be? Uh, would, could you keep in touch with us? Yeah, I'll definitely do that. And um, side note here, Wayne is um, I'm unrepresented, so I don't work with a buyer's agent. So okay. I'd let you submit offers on your listings on my behalf. Okay. And so anything else you have, we would be interested in looking at. Okay. Or anything coming uh, up in the future we'd look at. All right. Well, I'll, I could talk, I'll talk to the seller too and, and see what they're thinking. Yeah. If they want to, if they want to entertain like an all cash offer, close quickly, no hassle, you know, that's me, but it's not going to be anywhere near where they're at right now. So, you know, there'd have to be, they'd have to be pretty pretty hopped up to want to move it <laughs> yeah what uh what are you thinking well that's the challenge is um i know retail's 150 and that's that's after spending 25 right you know what i mean so i'd have to be all to, to make and i shoot to make about a 15 percent profits my goal after closing costs I, I usually factor in a little bit of financing cost so i mean that's going to put me down under 100 yeah you know what i mean well, I know that they won't be there. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll keep your number, and if things change, I'll give you a call. Yeah, we play the long game. So if this thing's still sitting here in 90 days and they're and they're you know ready to go, I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. It's not enough inventory out there. But if something yeah. happens where that's getting, the case, we're getting a lot of showings on it too. I think. I've yeah. Two or three today. So yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't see why it wouldn't hurt to just tell them you have a cash offer. Even though it's super low, I I think just so they kind of in the back of their mind know what that would look like. Even though I agree, they'll say no. Why would why would they say yes to that at this point in time? But well, but I can I'll always talk to them. If you're okay to just call up and say, hey, I got a cash buyer, they can close quickly, you know, but they need to be like around a hundred. If you're okay to I mean make a two minute phone call, then you could just text us back, let us know. Yeah, I I, be, I I'm gonna do that. Awesome. I, I will do that and let them make up their mind. Yeah, yeah, it let them decide, but I, I don't want to waste your time so we don't need to write up anything, but 
Just know that if they want to entertain it, you you write it, you represent me, you get both sides. That's always good. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure you're like me. You probably like money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For the work. What, what was your What was your first name? Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. I'll keep your number, Jerry, and if things uh, change, I'll uh, or if they decide, I'll give you a call. Put me down on your on your cash buyer A list if you got one. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a call though. Okay, appreciate you, Wayne. Right, Thanks. Thank okay, you. bye. See how I can get him to do it still? Jeez, yeah. Yeah, still get him really to do good. it. You just dance around yeah. it a bit, come back to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. The more you say, oh, I know they're not going to take it, you're yeah. totally right. Yeah, why would they? Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. But hey, what's it going to hurt? Finally, he's like, you know what? I'll let them decide. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe all it takes, here's what it takes. They said one just fell through. You're that seller. You're like, oh, these retail buyers keep falling through. And you come in all cash. Like, I'm ready right now. I'll do it. One more price drop where it's 129 yeah. in a month. And they're now they're like, oh, sell our house. We've moved. It's vacant. I'm tired of making my payment. Yeah. Where's that cash buyer at again? Yeah, hi, Nick. My name's Jerry Norton. I'm calling about your listing on Gilbert. Do you have a minute? Sure. So I'm looking at this as an from an investor viewpoint. Do you have this... Priced more for retail. Looks like you're. It's more like looking for a retail buyer. Is that is that right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could still rent, but I mean, it would be a you know, it's a nice piece of land. There's not really a lot of maintenance on the house. Yeah, maybe but, a roof. I mean, I mean, the roof looks a little little old. I'm just looking at the area. I mean, the area has got a ton of like the brick, those nice brick homes that are mm -hmm. selling for quite a bit more. I mean, why? Are you, what's your what's your take? Why are you priced down here at one thirty? Well, I mean, I'm on a slab. I don't have a basement. The uh, house has, you know, it's a smaller, it's a smaller home. If you go inside of it, you'll know. Yeah, like you said, the roof is, you know, it's not there yet, but it's getting there. Um, we're also hoping for a quick sale. So yeah, have you gotten any activity on it yet? A lot of showings. Yeah, and I just listed a couple hours ago. So. Yeah, so you're already getting a lot of calls. A lot of calls. I think you're priced right to move it quick for sure. Yeah. Do you think they would entertain um, a cash offer that's a little lower, or do you think they're going to hold out? I think that uh, they definitely look at it. I don't know if they would take it or not. Depends on what else comes in, of course. You know. Um, but yeah, I think I think the things that are hurting it are not brick, no basement, and only one bath. A lot of those brickers have like a half bath or a second bath. I my kind kind of my no, I don't need to see it. My policy is kind of like in the areas you farm, make an offer on everything, even if it's pretty low <laughs> just because you never know and what's it hurt to make an offer i'm not i wouldn't ask you to write it up but maybe just do a verbal and then if they want to entertain it we could go there i am like i said i'm unrepresented so i'd have you write the offer for me or present the offer for me are you going to do an inspection yeah i would probably need an inspection just to get my eyes on it i wouldn't need to do that unless we're talking about it you know what i mean how much are you on i need i would need to be down to around 100 okay i'll run it by him I'll uh, run it by him. I'll let you know. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can just shoot me a text back at that number and just let me know kind of, hey, where they're at, and we'll go from there. Do you got anything else that would be worth looking at? I don't have any other kind of investor specials out there. I will check with my partners and see if they have them. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great, and save my number if, if anything comes up. I mean, my my preference would be we build a long-term relationship, and you if you get something that looks like it might be good for an investor or the seller would be open to a, you know, a cash offer to close quickly kind of situation. 
um, let me know about it right away. I'll, I'll get eyes on it, give you my number and see if they want to do something before, before even listing if possible. Okay. Yeah. That, that sounds good to me. Thank I you, do. Sir. Now, I hope that was helpful to really visualize how to make lowball offers. If you thought that was good stuff, leave a comment and say, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. So to recap, make offers with confidence, build rapport, build a case for your low offer, and focus on the benefits of a cash offer. And here's the cool thing. Do that enough times and you'll land some killer deals. It really is simply a numbers game. Repeat the following. The more offers I make, the more deals I'll get, and the more money I'll make. Ready? Say it with me. The more offers I make, the more deals I'll get, and the more money I'll make. So now I want you to watch me do the same thing where I make a lowball offer on the phone to a private seller so that you can see what that looks like. Watch that now, and if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping, and I'll see you on the next video.